Hey there, and thank you so much for listening to our Big Time Talker podcast on the Blog Talk Radio Network, Apple, iTunes, iHeartRadio, uh, wherever you get your podcasts. Stitcher, you can even ask Alexa to play the Big Time Talker podcast and will magically appear out of that little dot on your counter. I'm Burke Allen. We're in Washington, D.C. And thank you to Speaker Match, our show sponsor, the world's largest virtual online speakers bureau. If you're a speaker or a meeting planner, get together at speakermatch.com. Dot com. It's movie time on the Big Time Talker podcast, and uh, CineQuest is underway now, which showcases lots of the best of the best of upcoming films and filmmakers. And we got a couple of them joining us today. Um, they have a brand new coming of age comedy called Soundtrack to 16, which is fantastic. I had a, a chance to, to check out an advanced screener. And the filmmakers are the Shakespeare sisters, Hillary and Anna Elizabeth. Hello, ladies. Hey, thanks for having us. Thanks for being here. Movie makers. Um, one of you is a director and co-writer. The other is the co-writer. So do you arm wrestle one another to get your points across? What happens when there's a sibling disagreement? Um, yeah, we're quite used to it now, I guess. Um, we kind of worked together for a while now. Um, but actually, when we first started making this film, like this is the first film we made together. So we were kind of like finding our way a little bit. Um, we, we wrote the film together and I directed it, but Anna also kind of had quite a lot of say in the direction. So, and then in the future, we're just going to direct things, co-direct it, I think. So, so you guys, uh, Anna Elizabeth, when you, you began to write this screenplay, it's this very sort of uh, British film. And yet most of those feelings and awkward teenage experiences, I think are really universal. So how did you tap into the mind of those teenage kids once again? How did you go back and peel that onion? Um, well, I think like as a lot of it was based on us as teenagers and um, and I guess we kind of, um, did we have like a massive quotes list thing at the time and like all our diaries and all that. And like still now, whenever we um, look to write that age, we go through our diaries and like pick out all the funniest stuff and like the most ridiculous like ideas we had. Um, so yeah, we kind of started with ourselves and our friends um, and and then kind of, yeah, I guess drew on that quite a lot. Mm, yeah, Anna was like, especially because when we first started writing it, Anna had only just, was just finishing school. So she was still like quite close to teenage age. So we had quite a lot of things just like coming out of her friends. Everything they said, <laughs> we were like writing down, like that's a silly thing. So yeah. And Hillary, when, when you're directing kids, teenagers who are right in that age group and they're sort of playing all this back, are there any uh, extra challenges that come with, with working with teen actors or, or, or getting them to sort of pull that out or because they're actually going through it themselves, is it a little easier to get them to play that stuff? Um, I guess the main challenge is maybe like, um, because we really wanted actors that were the right age, um, at the time, like a lot of them hadn't um, hadn't really been like very trained, like they hadn't gone to drama school yet and stuff. Right. Um, they were just starting, so I guess like there was some sort of like their first time on sets kind of vibes. Um, but I think that was more like um, them just. I, I don't know. It was also my first time like directing a feature, so it was all kind of like just learning it together. So I don't know. In a way, I did think I've directed anyone particularly older, so I don't have a lot to compare it to. 
So they couldn't call you out. If you did something wrong, they couldn't call you out and you really couldn't call yeah, exactly. it. <laughs> I love it. I love it. The movie is soundtrack to 16. The Shakespeare sisters are the creative force behind it. Uh, and the movie showcasing at Cinequest. I love the concept of, of the actual, the title of the movie soundtrack to 16, that the, the character, one of the main characters in the movie did a soundtrack for each year to his life. And of course this movie set in the 2000s. So he, he did a CD, his soundtrack to 11, soundtrack to 12. Is that a real thing? How did you guys find out about that? Or did one of you guys actually do a soundtrack to your life? Uh, well, actually like the whole idea for the film came from this time that I was on the bus and I was like making, uh, I think I was just listening to like my iPod on shuffle and it was, um, this was like before Spotify actually, I think. Uh, and then it, it like, this song just came on that really reminded me of being 16. And then I was like, oh my God, I haven't heard this in so long. And I started collecting together all these songs um, and making a playlist of all the kind of songs I liked when I was 16. And then I just like labeled that playlist soundtrack to 16. And I thought, oh, this seems like a cool like film title. And that was kind of the playlist title was what I had before we even had like decided the story for the film. Um, and then, yeah, so I didn't actually make the playlist at the time, like when I was 16, but I kind of just went back making them to remind me of those periods and kind of wish that I'd made them at the time. So, Isn't it amazing, Anna, how music really does, it's, it's like a time machine. It magically transports you right back to that moment. And sometimes it, it's a specific moment in time, especially if it's in those formative teenage years. Yeah, it was like those, those songs that like were on Hillary's soundtrack to 16, they were like, they really, I think like when you're writing it and stuff, it really helps to like play that stuff because it just brings back, like that was all the like Nickelback and like stuff that um, Hillary's friend's brother had given her like a mini disc and it was like all that like old school stuff. Um, and then, yeah, and then like, it, it definitely does like help you get into that mind, uh, <laughs> mind zone when you're writing. And then we tried to find um, music that was kind of similar to that noughties um, vibe when we uh, did the soundtrack and you know obviously we couldn't get Nickelback or Blink 182 but um, but yeah we kind of wanted to reference them in the film like at least in the in the conversation Maisie and Ben have and um, and then yeah and then kind of find music that had a similar feel for the soundtrack. It, was there a song that, that you went man, if only I had an unlimited budget, I would love to have this song in the movie. Was there one song like that, Hillary or Anna? So, Sum 41, what's it called, Perfect? Oh, Pieces? Pieces, yeah, yeah. Sum 41. I that was like, one yeah. that we listened to quite a lot of the time because it's so, it's so like, it, I felt like it was about the same problems that especially Ben was having about like trying to be something, I it's don't know, so for a teenage. So <laughs> I think we even cut the... There's that bit where he like after he um yells in the assembly where he just goes on that like emo walk. <laughs> yeah. Uh, I think we put pieces in there originally when we were cutting it. Um and then we we're like, oh, we can never have this song, but it, yeah. But if uh, we could, it would be fabulous. It would be in there, yeah. <laughs> we're talking movies with the writers and director of Soundtrack to 16, a phenomenal new movie. And uh, you know, I feel very fortunate. I've already seen it. How can other people see this movie? Well, in the US at the moment, it's playing at CineQuest, so that's the best place to go get it. Um, yeah, if you go to 20th the... 20th to 30th? Yeah, of this of, yeah, March. We're in, right? You can yeah. log on to their website. <laughs> Everything's virtual now with, with CineQuest, so you can log on and, and check it out on their website. Mm -hmm. um, when, when you guys 
I'm going to try to be gentle when I ask this question. <laughs> when, when you guys were teenagers, um, you know, as a, a, a guy, there's a teenage experience for guys that you did with, with Ben in the movie. Maisie really went through it. Were you guys the, the subject of any of that real nasty mean girl kind of stuff that came out in the movie? Because you always hear anecdotally that it's really so much harder for teenage girls than guys. And you really showed that in the movie. So did you guys have to handle any of that bullying? Hillary, was that something that you dealt with? Yes. It, I mean, basically everything that happens in the film pretty much happened to one of us or someone we knew. So it was all very drawn from our teenage experiences. Um, we both went to an all-girls school. So um, that kind of mazy story of going to a girls' school, basically not knowing any boys and just like having that kind of like girls' school hierarchy of like girls trying to get in with each other and put each other down and stuff. Um, that's definitely something that we both experienced. Um, and I guess with Ben, it was more kind of trying to imagine because obviously neither of us had been teenage boys, but still the stuff that he goes through is quite based on like stuff that we went through, but just a different type of stuff like school anxiety and certain things. It's, it's different levels. It's like big T trauma for the girls and little T trauma for the guys. The guys are <laughs> awkward and they're unsure of themselves, but man, mean girls all the way. Um, <laughs> Which of you two is more like the lead female character, Maisie? We always say that like I'm I'm more like Ben and Hillary's more like Maisie. Because I, I think I Hillary's also a little bit more like I don't know, I don't know if this is a compliment or like <laughs> a dish, but, uh, kind of more introspective and like thinking about everything. Cause I feel like Maisie just thinks a lot to like before she does anything. Yeah, and we were trying to get that in the voiceover that like she's very analytical and um and maybe yeah maybe as a teenager I think I was a bit more obsessed with like getting good grades and like I don't know if I I don't know if I just thought as much as you did maybe there's something artistic <laughs> about about that <laughs> yeah, and we definitely like took our two biggest anxieties and gave them to each of the characters like Anna was very stressed about her grades at school and I was very stressed about having my first kiss because I was like so embarrassed that all my friends had had their first kisses before I did and that was like I think that was one that's just one of the main memories I have from being 16 that dread that it's going to come up at a party like in the film when they play that like never have I ever game yes I always used to be so afraid that someone was going to ask if I'd kiss someone because it was so horrific that I hadn't so that was just like yeah well, I think we wrote like this in the earlier draft and then we didn't have it in there but like the idea that like no one would ask you if you had your first kiss anymore because you've gotten past that point where it's like it's so obvious everyone has, and then you're into the like really awkward stage. Yeah, it's like when you're like 13 or something, everyone's like starting to have their first kisses. So I don't know what's normal for people, for, and then, you know, everyone's like, have you, haven't you, have you, haven't you? And it's always like, people are asking. When you get to 16, I feel like no one asks, because it's like assumed that you have. So then it's like discovering that you haven't was like terrifying. <laughs> big scarlet letter on your head. Um, yeah. The movie is soundtrack to 16, and it is, in the vein of a, a John Hughes coming of age movie or great teenage movies like Risky Business with Tom Cruise or, you know, 16 Candles. It's right there with those movies. And, and I wonder, um, and I'll start with you, Hillary, were those kinds of movies an inspiration for you when you did this? Had you seen those movies? Um, I guess. Yeah. I mean, I like, basically I like all kind of coming of age, like comedy type films. Um, so 
we just wanted to make something that was like I guess just another kind of I don't know um I think my so-called life is the one we always say like oh, that was true. kind of the, the biggest inspiration because like I think yeah that was we just really really loved that show um and I met, just remember watching it a lot around that time mm. um so I think I think you can kind of see that sometimes I think it's quite it, it's got quite a similar Feel. yeah I think um, in terms of emotion we really wanted to we kind of referenced that a little bit yeah we watched it again at the time when we were writing it um yeah like I don't know if you know like Claire Danes um TV because um yeah I felt like that really captured what it was like being 16 like in an extremely realistic way and that was what we wanted to go for and I guess stylistically maybe it was kind of like Juno type of thing we wanted to have those kind of like um cartoony like titles and things like that we liked so Ah, that's yeah. a great analogy. I didn't think about Juno, but uh, you know, you can go back to the beginning of film and before that, uh, you know, books, uh, and and you see every generation has those sort of seminal shows. Here in the states mm -hmm. in the '90s, it was Saved by the Bell, and in the 2000s, you know, the uh, Hannah Montana show with Miley Cyrus. Mm -hmm. So they're they're always these, and and I think yours ranks right up there with it. Um, you talked about your first kiss and the anxiety <laughs> around that. You have a whole set full of teenagers in full uh, bloom in terms of <laughs> of all of those feelings coming forth. Were there were there onset romances? Did you guys have to play uh, you know patrol the halls and make sure things didn't go sideways? <laughs> Tell me about that experience. Um, actually, I do remember um, like Sean, who plays one of Ben's friends at his audition, you know, at the end of the audition, we were like, do you have any other questions? And he literally asked, do I get to kiss anyone? <laughs> we, were, we were like, actually, he did. And the scene got cut. But um, ah. I think he enjoyed that quite a lot. <laughs> yeah, we love that as like a question, like an important question about the film. <laughs> we gonna ask about, money you know, doesn't like, matter, the career, but do I get to kiss a girl? I love that. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> And Hillary, you had all the control there. You could have gone, you know, we didn't get that quite right. Can we get another take? Yeah. I need another take, another take. Um, those, those were quite awkward to film the kiss. Like, because we had, um, yeah, we had a, a scene that we cut basically at the end where each of the girls kisses one of the guys um, from, from that group that end up at the party together. And it was like, okay, now you two are going to kiss and we're going to shoot that. And, you know, and everyone was kind of watching because they were waiting for theirs. Um, like no one really bothered to like go out in between. So then it was like, and now we'll move on to your kiss. And it was quite, um, it was quite awkward to shoot. Because it's <laughs> like, you've got no music. You don't have anything. You just have like the the sound of kissing. And everyone like, watching me. <laughs> and everyone watching. And it's like, no, nah, it must have been, been quite tough on them. But I think they were probably quite happy that we didn't use it. In the end, <laughs> when we cut it together and we were watching it, we were kind of like, "Does this just look like they're about to have an orgy?" Like, yeah. Getting... I mean, it was kind of meant to be a bit of a joke on the fact that, um, yeah, I know, like everyone's just having their first kisses all the time, and she's so anxious about it, and she was the last, like, even at this party, they were all getting with each other. But then, uh, yeah, when we cut it together, we were like, "This is just looks like it's going to escalate." <laughs> yeah, and like Ben and Maisie are just watching, going like, "Ha, this is funny." And then when we cut it together, it just looked weird that that was happening. So. Um, <laughs> so yeah you know the music was so good in this movie guys and obviously as we talked about you can't afford the the seminal hits from that era so how did you pull the music together and was there original music that that you told the artist hey can you make something that sounds like 2003 how did you do that hillary 
Um, well, the original score um, was by Savage and Spies, and that was like uh, that wasn't that was kind of separate, I guess, from the soundtrack. And like the soundtrack, we were trying to capture those um, those kind of noughties type music. Um, and then the score, we were more just kind of wanted something quite innocent and childish to sort of not childish, but like you know, childlike, I guess, mm, to kind right. of cross like the inside and like what they're listening to. Um, and then in terms of getting the soundtrack together. Um, it was quite hard because we basically had like barely any music budget. So we were kind of trying to find like indie artists that um, that were happy to sort of get involved. Um, and yeah, it was just kind of a lot of trawling through a lot of um, people that sent us their music, um, trying to find the right sound. And um, yeah, it's hard to say there wasn't a lot of strategy. It was more just like yeah. listening to a lot of music. It was, I mean, it was also the first time we'd ever done that. So like, yeah, we did. I just remember like we just had just like a massive hard drive of music that like people had sent us just through like we posted on Facebook and like we actually we even put ads up like we just went into the music schools I don't even know if anyone like found us this way and we like pegged like ads Flyers. everywhere <laughs> like I remember going all around London and then it was like no one found us that way they probably all found us like through Facebook anyway but um but we did then get sent in masses of music and then it was just like sorting them by scene trying to figure out what would work and um yeah sometimes i i, I really loved a song and it just didn't fit in um mm. and then sometimes it just it just worked in the background of a scene a song that you didn't initially think would work so um yeah it was the first time i'd ever done that it was quite a big undertaking it sounded fantastic, and I thought the, the music really fit the film so well, so congratulations. The movie is soundtracked to 16. The filmmakers are the Shakespeare sisters, Hillary and Anna Elizabeth. Um, Hillary, you said this is your first time directing, so what surprised you? What came at you that you did not expect in making your first feature? Um, actually, I think like the onset directing part, I think was quite how I imagined it to be. And then I think what really surprised me was like, because we also produced it um, with another producer, Ben Jakes. And I think the producing is the part that was like a lot harder than I expected. <laughs> so um, yeah, I guess directing wise, I think I I was also just like so busy. I, I didn't know what was going to happen. Um, so I think like the whole time, I don't know. I, I kind of- Maybe like the, the fact that, that it feels like there's no time all the time, even when they're his time <laughs> yeah, like since maybe. since then we've been on sets that are like it's like more it's everything's moving faster than it was then but I'm, I do remember it always feeling like you had no time and that was just like and that, I guess that's just because it was an indie film and like no matter how much you have time you have with the scene you always feel like you need more takes um I think that surprised mm -hmm. me when, when we're doing it yeah yeah, I guess. I, I can't really, I mean, I feel like everything, I had like very few expectations because I was kind of like, I was very afraid that I'd look like an idiot, like, you know, that we'd start and it would be like, I'd um, not know what to do. But then I think very quickly, like, there's no option to not know because like, you have to do it. So See, those uh, teenage anxieties were coming out. You're filming yeah. them and you're living them again. Um, <laughs> hey, Anna, she mentioned something I thought was interesting in that uh, Hillary said, oh, you know, being a director, it's kind of what I expected being a director would be. Um, the producer end is somewhat shrouded in mystery for people that don't actually make movies. You know, uh, when you see a TV show uh, about a movie or a film about a movie, you always see the director and you kind of understand what they do. But for an indie film, what is involved in being a producer? What do you do? 
Yeah, I mean, for us, we basically ended up, we kind of did everything. Um, so I guess the main, um, yeah, the main kind of bulk of it was actually after the filming, because Ben, the other producer, kind of took care of setting everything up. And then I guess I realised how much work it is once you've already got it in the can, um, because it feels like, okay, we've done the main part, it's over, you know. Um, but then there's such a big, actually, I guess maybe what surprised me maybe most was like, there's such a big difference from like the first cut to the final cut. And when you watch the first cut, it's kind of horrifying because it's <laughs> nothing smooth. And, you know, if you're just watching that as like a director or something, I don't know, you maybe, it, it just felt very scary. Um, and then what, and then, you know, luckily we did have like um, enough time and like control to like then do all the music and, and it just transformed. But like, um, yeah, I guess finding the soundtrack, finding the score, working with the composers and, um, and, and dealing with like post houses. So getting the grade, getting the sound together. Yeah, uh, so I yeah, guess it's a really big job. The yeah. producer job is just kind of everything that isn't directing and writing, I guess. So it's sort of like, I don't know, it's, it's all of the shit jobs. Way. <laughs> it's like, it's kind of, I mean, That's I do the glamour like of showbiz it. they don't tell you about, right? Yeah. <laughs> I mean, I like doing it because it's like, that's what you have to do to get it made. And I like getting it, you know, I like making it stuff. So it does feel like you're really making it when you're producing, but, um, but yeah, it's kind of like everything that's not creative that goes into making it. Um, and I guess that fun part, like shooting it, is such a small portion of it, it's, mm. especially with indie film. I don't, I don't know about other, uh, other film, but like, yeah, it's definitely like, you know, you've got like the months and months, like, year, like years leading up to actually shooting it. And then you have like, you know, three weeks of fun. <laughs> and then you have like another year or whatever of trying to get it finished. All right, one last question, ladies, and and Hillary, we'll start with you. There may be someone who's listening right now that says, I've always wanted to be a movie maker, and now you've done it. You've actually done your first feature, and it's terrific. What would you tell that person who's listening uh, to do? What are the first steps? Well, it's really hard. <laughs> um, yeah, it's hard to kind of, I guess, like, it's really difficult to do because it's it's like an absolute nightmare trying to get to to it. Um, I guess like making short films. I mean, we actually never made a short film. We just made this film for about the budget that you might spend on a good short film. Um, so you could maybe do what we did, but I might advise to probably do some short films first. Um, I don't know, like it's pretty hard because I feel like you have to kind of hit the jackpot to get the film made and get it um, get it out there because there are so many things. I don't know if you've got something better here. Yeah, I guess, well, I guess like the first thing maybe is just like building your team and like finding the right people to work with um, because we were quite lucky we just had each other. But I always think like people who are doing it on their own, just in terms of like what like a toll it takes, like just having to get things through, push things through yourself the whole time. Um, and like in film, there's like a lot of rejection as well. So I think if you're in like a duo, you can kind of like laugh about it and like, you know, I mean, not always laugh, <laughs> cry about it together or whatever. Um, but I do think like having someone there that's supporting you and you're supporting them, like 
makes things a lot easier. Yeah, that's actually a really good um, point about the team because so, now when I think yeah. about how we did get it done, um, the, the fact that we had Ben to work with as well and he was more experienced than us. So I think actually bringing him on board um, as a producer like really helped us get off the ground. Um, and without him, I think we would have flailed for a lot longer. So that is a good point actually about finding people that maybe know how to get it done and like jumping on board of them. Yeah. And then now we know for next time, so maybe people can jump on board with us a bit more. So, yeah. If it were easy, everyone would do it. <laughs> yeah. It's not easy and you still got it done. Uh, the movie looks amazing. It sounds amazing. It's, it doesn't at all feel like a cheapy indie film. It's a great movie. Congratulations, ladies. Thank oh, you. Thank you so much. It's Soundtrack to 16. Check it out at CineQuest through March 30th. And uh, you're going to hear a lot more and see a lot more from the Shakespeare sisters. Hillary and Anna Elizabeth, thanks for spending time with me today. Thank, thank you. you. It's the Big Time Talker podcast from Washington, D.C. I'm Burke Allen. Thank you, SpeakerMatch.com, and thank you for listening. Now go out and make it a great day. Bye, everybody.